Jesus. Today is January 10th, folks. 2020. We're in the new year with C&G Chat. That's right. And it's a special birthday edition this week for our own Les Shockley. Yeah. Les has a birthday today, January 10th, man. Why waste your time? You know you're gonna be mine. Yes. No, you're gonna be mine. No, you're gonna be mine. <laughs> Just start sounding like an old man. But yeah, this is Les Shockley's favorite tune. This is official, <laughs> official birthday tune for his, what is it, 45th birthday? <laughs> no. What is it? 39 years old. 39 years young, Les Shockley. Your AARP membership is in the mail. Anyways, let's kick this thing off, Gene. It's been, my goodness, uh, five months since our last one. My goodness? Yeah, we did it on location, right, at George? Yeah, we went to George's. We did the the old McDonald's bar. Lake George. George does have a lake. Half of it's in his basement was now. It ah! I drove into the lake going there. It was a way I got lost between two red barns. <laughs> so, uh. Were they wooden? What? Barns? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they were red wooden barns. Nice. Were they red? They were. <laughs> they, I, I don't know. It was a dark My night. Uncle has a country place that no one knows about. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what brings you here tonight? I just He wanted to show off his Syracuse sweatpants. (laughs) I wore my finest Syracuse sweatpants. Yeah, you're dressed to kill. I dressed for comfort. You know, I'm one step away from wearing these in just everyday affairs. You should. I mean I don't think people would be It's got a very nice crest (coughs) on the leg. The Syracuse crest. (coughs) We are out behind uh, Crescent Yacht Club tonight, (laughs) folks, and a uh, non running transport vehicle. Catering tonight, courtesy of Crescent's Pizza Shop, the place that went out of business in 1997. Yeah. I never I don't remember a pizza there. Crescent's. We opened it up for one day to sponsor ourselves. <laughs> Economics. What's, yeah, but what's the sausage place you guys went to all the time? Come on. Oh, when we were kids? My I God, that's sausage a place with Sweet you. Capone's, I think. Sweet Capone's. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. Sweet Capone's. I never went there don't as a you child. Have a song? We do have a song. Gene yeah. don't have nothing to play. Get the no, mo- grab me that. Grab me that. <laughs> oh, you want yeah, the Yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a special. I got a magic up. wand here. I got some wand magic. <laughs> is this um, the thing you you play with a feeding tube? <laughs> folks, we're doing a clueless night here, uh, so we're gonna play a Sweet Capone's theme in some kind of fashion. Oh boy! Pick uh, a key. Oh yeah. Going down to Sweet Capone's Riding on I can't sing to that Oh my god Sweet Capone's Sweet, Sweet Capone's We've got a special this week It's secondhand sausage this week at Sweet Capone's of sausage that was returned by unhappy customers, we've recycled and reground for you at a discount. No sausage is turned down. We pay cash for sausage. You got an old sausage of grandma's. But it really belongs to Sweet Capone. Oh. Wow, that might be uh, our <laughs> finest one yet. Oh my god, that is so loud. <laughs> Can't you hear that in your headphones? Folks, it's nice to see you this week. Uh, what's going on in the world anybody, today? You 
Good to see you this week. Thank <laughs> you. I'm so talking many... about you two. Oh. oh. Good to see you. It's great to see you. Good ya. to see you. Well, I mean, you see her every day, don't you? <laughs> Other mean... days I don't. Um, <laughs> you're feeding me a, a Man, small dill it's, pickle. <laughs> it's a gherkin. It's, it's undersized. Petite snack. <laughs> this can be ASMR, you know that? You ever watch any of those ASMR things? I don't know if I <laughs> The pickle fell out of his... <laughs> <laughs> Cuffing a pickle around. Folks, we have no material today, so I'm going to keep sucking this pickle in and out of my mouth and blowing it all over the room. <laughs> I just love the, the impact. Wow. You're going to choke on that. That? Can you hear that? <laughs> That's something. You know what's going to be something is when that gherkin is stuck in one of your avioli. Well, I said it wrong. Avioli. Ravioli. I don't think it would. Ravioli? <laughs> I got a dish of that. No, that's like your nipple, right? Arioli. That's, that's arioli. Arioli. It's an old Italian girl. <laughs> Come on over, arioli. I got rice in the cupboard, but we're going to put some sugar on it and make sugar rice. I thought that was aioli. Isn't aioli just fancy uh, that's mayonnaise? That's mayonnaise. That's yeah. mayonnaise by another name, but somehow they're gonna charge you ten dollars for a five dollar burger because know, they though. put aioli on it. I have I have some friends that can make some goddamn good aioli. Does what's the difference? What's the key difference? Just the flavor alone. Oh, it's I thought it was like ingredients. No. The eggs aren't spoiled in this mayonnaise. <laughs> no, and there's no preservatives. <laughs> no, it won't. It won't stay fresh after. So two aioli days. is essentially homemade premium mayonnaise. That's correct. Oh. Wow. Kind of like that uh, chuck that, um, that, uh, with ground. The ground in that, uh, sirloin. Oh. You like chuck. No, I don't <laughs> like chuck. I know. No, I do not. You brought me chuck for something I didn't want chuck for. You, I, you know, I, you, you look so regal right now, can I say? Just sitting on that couch, you got your legs crossed all nice. You look like, the pickle. Looks like the church lady. I got my fix. I had that pickle going around and around <laughs> my mouth for about 30 seconds. <laughs> the pickle's so. gone. It looks regal. Uh, Problem's gone. I went home. <laughs> Just had to get some salt in you. That's all. Though. That's, That's right. it. Yeah, I need to come alive. Salt. Well, we just got done playing a job tonight. Yep, we uh, had jam night well, down at Willie. Good for you. The Willie? <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, Willie. Sometimes it's fun to take things that have an S at the end and taking the ass off. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever done that? Oh, God, we used to do I'd that probably. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you play places like Herpes Lesion. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a that's a mistake all around. There's no S left. Now, what would be a song that I would drop the S on back when we'd play together? Do you recall? I don't recall, but tell me and I'll pull it up. Uh, oh no, well no, a band, Spin Doctors. Really? Yeah, I'd say we're doing Spin Doctor. Really? Took the S off the end. Yeah, you weren't listening it. then. Just oh, there was really nothing for me to listen to there. That was a no. Yeah, the fill at the beginning's integral. Two princes, right? Yes. Yeah, there's some kind of a fill there. That little thing? God, it sounds like my boom or my little Walkman at, in '93. The way you got this, this is a budget recording. Well, I I thought. You Will could, it come through to these folks that are paying the dime there to? Get I the, would think so. Yeah, because what our you headphones were, were hearing. You were spoiled if you had a Walkman at three. I wasn't three in '93. You were five. What the oh, Walkman? I know like you were the, seven. Yeah, you? I was a little older than you. Okay. You're right. talking about the, now, uh, the but tape I was then. Walkman. Yeah, I'm talking about any. Yeah, yeah, you ever had a cassette and you put it into a, a box I didn't and ha- close the box? Oh, the only thing, remember that white Fisher Price thing I had? That was Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. Had that little boom box. We recorded on tape, though, but we, we did. I went to a yard sale, believe it or not, down in Threes here. Somebody had this old Tascam or whatever the hell it was and had a tape, and we used that. 
You guys Wait, know which the better engineer is. Wasn't that Burdett's? It was a Fortran. No, oh, no, no, no. Burdett had a way more sophisticated one. I had one with a tape. You put yeah. the tape in, remember? And you only had four tracks to work with. On the one I had. Yeah, because a, a tape like that only has four tracks, basically two sides of stereo. Right. So with that, you had to get creative. You would record your four tracks, and then you could mix down those four tracks onto one track. Right. So you, that's the way you could get... Um, 16 tracks, maybe? 32, something like that. Those were simpler times, though, before all the digital You were stuff. always good at that, get recording us. I just like tinkering. I don't know. I like having something for posterity. Like tonight. Yeah. Gherkins. Gherkins. Gerger. Gerger's Gherkins. We're going to play for Yeah, this. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's I, if this is, I, I assume this thing's locally and people feel sorry for us or are bored listening to this. So, uh, On a local level, we're the, the old Hot Kogan group here. Uh, Hot Kogan Ensemble is uh, going to be playing down at uh, the Dancing Dog all summer in the Which day. Which is exciting because we have an outdoor space. And the outdoor space Also, you'll be, nice. be in the outdoor park. Yeah. yeah, that'll be great. You should come over. And yeah. we well, need a drummer all summer. Mike's going to play with us, so that'll be fun. A jam night drummer. Uh, yeah, yeah, Michael. Mike uh, owns the joint, Gerger, and uh, that'll be fun to jam with him. Always wanted to uh, do that. Now we can. I met Mike Hudson for a second. No, Mike Hudson's out shooting animals. He, all I see is he's uploading shooting. He's got a gun. He's he's on the. The man know. knows how to fire a weapon. Yep. We should get some medicine. Miss Mike Hudson. This. I don't What's know. That? He could show you how to quarter a deer. I'm sure. I don't have any interest. I know how to. Mike's like Rambo out there. Come on, learn he's a in trade. the fucking. He's in Stone Mills right now with camo on behind the uh, egg museum, hunting pheasant. <laughs> <laughs> he's be, he yeah he's he's gone recluse but. He's uh he's a great player. I miss him. When's the last time you you said well you don't play with Mike? You never get to play with Mike because you're a drummer. But yeah, well no, uh, the Robin Davis project I guess was the closest. Oh yeah, because you were fronting that. Yeah. <laughs> Which that was, I don't know. Me being a front person is awkward. It's a weird thing. You probably think that, but I bet you're great at it. No, you're great. He's great. Less. He's great. Like, Les, I don't even know, but he loves it so much. His Les knows just it too. He's hilarious. He Les will blow a PA in a second. He's like, <laughs> fucking no, Bob Bowes. Speaking of the birthday boy. No, but <laughs> when he does Mustang Sally, it's probably my favorite. It's hilarious. Well, yeah, because it's a hand. tune that we all said back, you know, when you start out, of course, most of the guys our age start out doing originals or whatever, or they never do covers. But but the, those who have, or anybody older than us, you must think Sally's something a you staple. don't really want to play. But it's a staple, yeah. But I don't mind playing it, because you can turn it into whatever. If you Mustang fall. Sally! And it's fun to see him yeah. out there doing it. He's good for it. Well, Gino's got the best harmonies. Less just oh, seems, yeah. I get like a weatherman vibe from Les. Maybe it's because I've seen him as a weather weatherman on TV. But and I say this with love. I'm not slagging him. But I just I imagine him giving giving me the the forecast when he's singing a song. Like he's done it a jets. couple times. I'll do major sevens. Hey, and it's partly cloudy. And huh. <laughs> 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 he's perfect. Tonight we had um, old Bob Taylor come out. I played with Bob Taylor a long time ago. Shortest man I've ever met. And uh, he drummed Shorter those than, um, oh, his name escapes me. Tom Contino? Tom Contino's short. Barrett. Oh, yeah. He's Bobby's shorter than Barrett. We Barrett's like three and a half foot. Jeff's a short man. Uh, <laughs> Bobby came out. Dave Turner from R19 came out tonight. It was nice playing with those guys. There was. We had Rich Merriman. It was a nice night. It, it was, was fun. Nice to play. Rich we is a totally great drummer. changed, um, what is it, Black Horse into... It wasn't quite Megadeth, but it was really got heavy. It got heavy. Well, the guy, the guy, we, the guy sitting in's a heavier drummer, so and he phrased it differently. I like. He didn't have that. 
Oh, really? Well, that'll change it. I love playing that groove, though. I, yeah, uh, for me, the like the verses. Sex in the city now, which is nice. Yeah, because I'm doing that Creole on the back. That's yeah. why. It's the only reason. I'm trying to do that pretend. Now like, I want to watch Sex and the City. Can't do both. I want to. Smoke a cig and play a melodica. Isn't it? Yep. You gotta work on your trills on that. Why? I fucking run out of breath. I'm on an oxygen tank here, blown into a melodica with one eye shot. Oh, the only man to get coal miners lung at the age of 32. Only dude. No, I got it at 28. You told that joke then. Where'd she go? She's popping a soda in the back room. (laughs) Well, she does drink and love drinking those tabs. Do they still make tab cola? I don't know. We had money. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's good to be back with Gutman. I guess we're keeping this kind of local. We talk about whatever the hell we want. Yeah. People just want to hear us talk, and quite frankly, I don't give a shit. You know the coolest compliment, though? What's that? It was from Brittany Keene. <coughs> I think she's said, the only one that listens to She is. She, her and Scout listen to it. Why, uh, George to listens love. to it. There's a few people that listen to it. Well, we got, I'm just, we got, Brittany is everything. We've, so true. We've top. got three to four <laughs> listeners in our demographic. Very, very high end. Um... So yeah, Brittany said, sorry I got sidetracked, what I love about this is it's just like a conversation in the van on break or whatever, because we don't really edit things. No, we don't. So that, that, do it again. <laughs> the man can sing harmony with himself. Yeah, that's, that's called cancer. <laughs> that's terrible. That's just a polyp. Take it easy. Anyway, <laughs> polyp, such a funny word, isn't it? It is an interesting word. We were talking about words the other day polyp. that are just terrible to God. say. It's the male. People don't like moist, but it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. No, at all. Moist, moist doesn't bother me. It has a lot of moist. What words it's bother me? a lot me? of, what are those, what are they called? Onomatopoeia? I don't know. Moist. No, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> I don't know. It'll come to me. <laughs> what, something that bothers you? A yeah, word? that takes only 30 seconds. But a pistol, a you know, YouTube. like there's a steam in a pistol. Yeah. Plants. Polyp sounds like the pistol. Sounds like the polyp. It's the yeah, hard, that, it's the that hard noise that it makes when it blows. It's the Orville Redenbacher Berker. Or, Jesus, I can't. Take another it. Well, <laughs> Orville Redenbacher. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's always the issue. You know another wo- word I enjoy? Jeez, I can't talk. Hoof. Hoof. Hooves. Hooves. Like uh, a hoof? A hoof. <laughs> hooves. Oh, no. hooves? Yeah. What's so, a local slang? Crick and creek, you know? <laughs> That's one where I'm going well, to crack. Well, hoof and hoof. George and I have been getting in arguments and debates about this. He likes to say hoof. Hoof. Yeah. George is still employed? Yeah. But nice, George. To me, plural of hoof is hooves, right? That's right. how I would feel. Most people agree, but George is very, very set in his So he'd say hoofs? Hoofs. Hoofs. <laughs> but he grew up. That's a sound that you need to get hit in the gut. Hoof. <laughs> yeah, well, let him do his thing. George, I respect that. He grew up uh, downstate. Huff. Like, I, yeah, I saw him when you guys were at first round. Yeah, he he was doing great. Nice to pr- surprise to see him. <laughs> no, I love Mike. I mean, Mike's a legend. You can YouTube Mike. He was in the band Flash. Flash. Big deal in their day. And uh, Mike's still jamming out. I Rumor has it he's in a cellar right now, tied against his will. He said Playing with he was, Kenny Booth and Robin and uh, somebody else is singing. I he forget. said he was recording some stuff. I don't know. He goes, hey, man, fuck these bars around here, man. <laughs> Fucking $300 for an eight-piece band. 
Fuck him, man. I'm you going fishing me. with Scotto, man. And I, and I said, hey, okay, Huff, I, I respect that. What? You had like a, a Texan accent along with the British. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, mine. I'm not an impressionist. No, I don't know what it was. Yeah, mine. You're preheating the oven with plastic in there? There's nothing in there. You put a bread Bummer. tie in there. Why? I was trying to find some. The hickory um, smoked seed in the oven. Just pepita. for you. It's a pepita. You didn't, we bought burger. I was trying to find some Flash, the band, to put on, but I couldn't find any on Apple Music. But here's an album I recently downloaded. It's the Wool album. You know, like Ed Wool? Yeah. Didn't. So, like, I'd heard of them before. Ed Wool and the Nomads? Yes, yeah. Yeah, he Um, was a legend. So, this is their album. I think Ed's on my friends list on Facebook. I've never met the man, but again, I sought him out because all the guys that know a goddamn thing know this guy. Well, so the the woman singing. That's his wife? I can't remember. I think it is, and her name's Claudia, right? Claudia, yes, yes, yes. Her name escaped me for a moment, but I had her as a customer at Verizon. Nice. And um, we just got talking, and we didn't talk about music until the very end. I was pretty much done with the transaction. But I asked her what type of music she liked. And she's like, oh, like, kind of like bluesy, that type of stuff. And then it just came up in conversation. Yeah, I used to sing in a band. And then she got talking about how she met the likes of Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix. She shook Jimi Hendrix's hand. Like, they were out in the scene. It was a different time in the early 70s. Um, well, it have been late 60s. Late 60s, yeah. Late 60s, <coughs> early 70s. Um, you could just go out there and work hard if you wanted to go out on the road and... You, you still can. Newsflash. No, you can make it in the business, but it's a different time it and a different, a different place. Time. It's, it's the cu- culture has changed. No one's ever going to well, say yeah, you can't make internet. it. So, like, it doesn't matter yeah. how much foot traffic you have. Like, yeah, yeah. Still... I mean, in that regard, but people aren't getting paid what they used to, and there's a, just a whole listen, bunch of shit Florida, we can spend three hours bitching. No, but listen, when I moved to Florida, I met this, uh, well, the person that we were living with, he had some friends that were record producers and whatnot. Like, at first, I was like, okay, well, in my eyes... But no, I, they really, he, this guy had a lot of money and he produced people and he, he listened to us and he thought that I was great, but he was like, you have no friends on Facebook. Oh yeah. And like, that was a thing. Like, come back to me in a year when you actually have friends. Like, cause I can't right? do anything. Everyone's got to have like 10,000 followers but or something. But that's bullshit yeah. to me. Talent should surface, but again, there's a lot of talented people that have no personality or there's talented people that have no drive and, and you know, there's many talented people that have deficits as well so it's about how hard you work too and i guess that's part of it because it is you're, you know it's a business but at the same time like uh, we do someone like me doesn't, doesn't give a doesn't shit about who he likes me. me he liked me and like it didn't matter because he yeah. was like you i can't do anything it's with the it. social media world we live in well yeah because people show up that's the thing if you can impact ten thousand people be fucking let's say one percent of them show up that's yeah. great yeah. You know, that's super for them. So really, at this point, it's not its not the same as it used to be. Like, Absolutely not. I almost not. wish that it was back then no. because it's like face value. Like, you're fucking great. And like, you're doing the work. You can make it happen. But you could just be some lame person that totally sucks but has a lot of friends. And you're yeah. going to get more attention because you have more people There's examples you. of that. There's examples well, arts, art, my friends, you can spackle that's the horse not, shit in the wall and some people will buy it. But that's not considered it. art. That's just, that's like a game. It's like, um... Well, no, I'm saying about what people, yeah, what'll can, sell, people... You can duct tape a banana 
to drywall and call art. Did you hear about that? No, but I, I imagine that sounds even more realistic. Yeah, it happened recently. No, all I'm saying is people, the consumer's the problem. They'll buy shit and, you know, but what I deem as shit and what anybody else does is that I can't, no, everything I can't is control people and tell them what they should listen to either. I agree with that, but it's, it's just that I guess I feel like social media is kind of a game. Like, it's like, is it real? We all bitch about how it's not real. So, yeah. like, basically you have to be fake in order to get people to follow you. Because if you were real, you wouldn't really care about no, no, it. No, I think that's a business page. Look at it as a business perspective. Don't look at it as anything else. You don't even have to talk to these people. But as a musician, it's them liking you. Real on, wouldn't you want people to follow you because you're being real? I don't know what being real means. Like, if you're having a bad day, you're not going to pretend like you're having a good day. Kind yeah. of thing. But also, people don't want to deal with negativity, so it's like, it's just a conundrum, it really is. Yeah, but you shouldn't, that's going to work. You shouldn't bring your shit attitude to work. Like, I'm fucking miserable all the time, but I try not to bring it to work. And then when you're entering that realm on the internet, and you're using Facebook as a way to advertise, you're at work. So don't say, man, my crotch itches today, I'm grimace. Like, you can't do that. I would laugh Don't at put that. nothing at Personally, all. Well, that would I maybe would lighten some parts, but I, I, again, you don't do that. That's not something even anybody would do. You wouldn't do that. Having a bad day, I'm going to get out of the business page. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just, I want to know what people think real. about this. Like, it's a fucking issue I have. I'm going to tell the folk yeah. out there. I deleted mine for that exact reason. Like, I just, I just feel, I have a hard time. <sighs> Like, I don't feel real. Well, here, let's segue. Let's go to Facebook in general. Let's not just... We went from music. And if you're not from the music scene, this whole first half was a bunch of shit. And, well, there it is. But we can talk about social media a little bit. I mean, it's not just for your average person listening, but it's like, as a business person that requires this platform to make money because you need people to follow you and know where your gigs are and all this. Yeah. Like, when do you... How are you real? With it. What do you need to be real with when you're telling people to show up to a gig? But that gets old. Like, yeah. nobody wants to follow somebody that's only saying, hey, show up to my gig. What do you want to see when you go to a band's want... page? You want to see some tit? What do you want to see? <laughs> I mean, some that's tit. probably not allowed. No, but what But do you... I enjoy well, I enjoy reading the comments that are like, like you just said, like my crotch itches. Well, that's not. And Look, like, it's funny. Like, I don't that's know. That's offensive as well to some people. So I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. put that up. I don't know if that's pertinent. We've done shock value. I guess I've never read one that actually said my crotch itches. <laughs> but to say, hey, we took these pictures as a band that day and it was a lovely day. I can see that. But being like, you know, I can't pay the bills. And uh, if you people still want to keep supporting me, then help me and donate to my GoFundMe. Well, I'll tell you what. Like, hold I on. Don't know. Let's just hold that thought for a second because we do have to pause for station identification. So, anyway, put those on. Gene, you're talking more than me. My pants. Now that we had that private conversation about social media, (laughs) (laughs) I guess that was my whole point. Yeah. A lot of things are private. It's intimate. Being a musician is being intimate, but you also have to like be out there for everybody. So that was the part I'm confused about. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a double-edged sword. I feel like you definitely have to wear a mask. In a lot of ways, if you're going to But you don't persona, want to, yeah. at the same time, like... But it's a commodity you're selling, I guess. But anyway, so, yeah, back in the day... We don't have to talk about having sex with goats or fantasies, <laughs> you know. Vanities? 
Our fantasies. Manatees. Manatee With milk. manatees. Can you buy the milk of manatees? They're man... Are they... Wait, what are they? Are they it's a mammal? Like, it's like, um... Isn't that what milk of manatee is? peanut manatee. oil and coconut oil. It's like that burning point is in between. Oh, okay. The smoke point. A so it's not too bad. between a peanut brittle and a jam. <laughs> Oh, we're making no sense. Um, <laughs> ah, God. But again, I'm going to be too lazy to edit any of this. We got to get guests in here, you know. Um, Dave was actually, he was like, that would be really fun. We met this guy named Dave, and he's been staying in the back of our Cadillac for a couple weeks. And uh, recently, he wanted to come into the house, and I'm unsure yet because we don't really know him. But he stays in the driveway. And she thought tonight they may come up for a podcast without asking. And I, I just didn't think that was right since we're at the Crescent Yacht Club in another vehicle. And so True. Dave's at our house in the driveway. And just I hope he doesn't there. break in. What? Just sitting there. Car's idling. No, hey, we turned it off. He's beat. <laughs> you know, we had a wedding. Actually, you played at it um, with Willis at the Crescent Yacht Club. At the Club. Crescent Yacht Club. Yeah, yeah, we were here before. And uh, one of the, the, what's his name? Groomsmen? That's how you say it? Groomsmen. Yeah, one of them. Men. Men. One of the men. It's a men. They, he's a UPS driver, and he comes. He came into Ricardo's, like, literally every day, because they had deliveries, you know, every day coming in for Christmas. Which wedding like, hey. did we do? Caleb's wedding? Caleb's wedding, yeah. One nice. of his groomsmen. He's a UPS driver. Shout out to him. Hey. Yep. He still is neat in there, though. They just got done with their hell season. My God. Yes. Being, like, <laughs> post office, FedEx, UPS, that's got to fucking suck. It, I know it does, actually. I don't... I've, I've seen they put the hand. doors on, though, right? Yeah, winter. well, it's not even about that. Just the amount of packages you got to schlep You around. might as well not have the door on, because you're just getting <laughs> in and out. Like, yep. ready, stop, tumble, roll. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> An old hickory smoke seed. Yeah, no, I feel bad for those guys. Yeah. Well, um, Chad Drew... Yeah, I also seed. feel bad for Chad. Oh boy, Alberto. I've no, he's coming back, I hope. Yeah, they're, well, Chad's been in lockup for about 16 weeks, <laughs> and his kids have been fighting to get him out, but they're underage, and uh, I don't even know how they're raising the money. But, uh, you know, we wish him luck. I guess when he gets out, he's going to have a house up here in Governor. So Chad will be back by the end of the summer. Chad he's Drew. been, where has he been? He's been in Allegheny Lockup, but he's... Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> they have a beautiful... It's so nice. When God. he can go back, he's got a beautiful home that they're losing. Uh, and, Their backyard, it's just like a painting. Like, there's a... It's an old train track, but it's all built by stone. Oh, I forgot to give you that card. <laughs> okay. You guys keep going. I've got a, another She's story. got a card to get. Well, yeah. hey, if you're ever walking out there, if, if you want to give me another one of them coffees, that tasted so good. Easy now. Oh, you didn't have to do it right now. I'm just... I do love how you guys make coffee here. Black. Noir. Noir. I like your vibrato. That's so gross when you do that. You can just hear the spit. Oh. You're redlining. <laughs> wow. So informative. You know something we could talk about? A lot yeah, what's that? A lot has happened. The last time we got together <coughs> was the end of August. So yep, seven. the budget ran out and Sweet Capone's had that fine. So they, they, they paid fine. that. They went clean. You know, who would have thought you'd find a hair baked right in the center of a ring of bologna, you know? 
Someone was cutting into their sweet Capone's baloney. I think people were taking a lot of time to uh, uh, analyze the beef, the meats. Uh, you know, and then they got nabbed again. You know, they had there was a piece of chicken wire in the pork. So, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to uh, knock some people off and pay your fines. <laughs> At Sweet Capone's. That's what I found. Where, at Willie's in the bathroom? No, it was on the bulletin board. She found a card tonight uh, for the Freemasons. Yep. Why is there such a mystique around the Freemasons? My grandfather was one. I just... He's I, dead now. I can't ask him any questions, which is really Freemasons sad. But it's very secretive, right? Well, until I found that card on the bulletin board at Willie's, I thought it was. Huh. I do want to know more about this, though. Does honesty and integrity in all things matter to you? Well, yes. that's not very mysterious. Those things sound positive. Do you care about the less fortunate among us? Yes. Yeah, we are it. Do you believe in a supreme being and religious tolerance? And do you hold honor and patriotism in high esteem? It is interesting, though. It's an interesting organization. Well, it sounded positive to me. It didn't sound mystique. It didn't sound mysterious. But no, I know what you're saying. You know, there's, There is a lot of secrecy around exactly like how you're initiated and a lot of the details. I don't think I'm off base with that. No. You're not off base. You're not. Not you're out not. of my element at all. Okay. No, you're not. Um, anyway, back to music. Let's touch back to that since we're meandering all over the place. Um, I didn't set a timer. We need some guests, I said. We need some high-quality guests. But listen, we don't have to rely on guests for content. We're just going to listen to that sound of that old Mavis Beacon typewriter. <laughs> but uh, we we lost a couple musicians in the time since we were last together. Um, Eddie Money and Rick Okasik from The Cars. Right. Both died. Um, I remember we've had this conversation a number of times. We're talking about how our musical heroes. Geez, that was a frozen beef patty. Right off the back of the boat here at the Crescent Yacht Club. (laughs) But all of the musicians that we really love and that we grew up with, really the the tail end of the first generation of rock and roll and then the second generation of rock and roll, like classic rock, all those guys, all those people are becoming that age where they die off. Like, all our, the musicians we love, Genesis and Rush, I'll be honest, Phil is probably going to be the first one to check out here, um, as much as it pains me. <laughs> That's what they play uh, as Wait, they kick him in the head. Oh, tonight? Well, we and I'll mourn and I'll tonight, cry for Phil tonight. for hours. <laughs> That's wrong. That's a great key. That's all wrong. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, anywho. Um... Yeah, I know, and then we die. You know, that's how it's all going to go. I know, but it's just that that tide is turning, and that era, there's nothing like that era. No, there isn't. Not for rock and roll. Once they're gone, they're gone. It's crazy. Um, I'm actually, I'm going to see Billy Joel. I saw that. I pulled the trigger, um, because he's 70 now. Yeah, yeah, Billy's up there. And he hasn't put out, it's amazing he hasn't put out a new pop album since 93, River of Dreams. But I can't, he's, I can't blame him. Like, he's had all these hits over the years. He's like, you know what? I'm done doing albums. I'm just going to... Play live. I'll play at MSG once a month, sell it out every time, play my hits. Like, what a great gig. Yeah. I have a career like that, and then you could just go out and play. He's just having fun. Yeah. And he's making a shitload of money. He's Billy Joel. God, it's awesome. 
Yeah. Great way to do it. And you're more of a Billy guy than an Elton guy, right? I can never remember. I always, I always try to get you to pick. I don't pick. I like them all. I feel like you have more of a preference for Billy. I feel like you can relate to Billy more than Elton. What, because he was a bad person? Yeah. Well, I feel more like Billy because he was a shitty husband and things like that. But I, I, I feel like, I don't know, Elton's got a whimsical, like, it's maybe that's not the word. He didn't, that's the word. It is. Slash. Like a very British yeah. thing. More a, proper. Uh, not proper at all. I wouldn't say that. Well, I, say I guess he's had his debauchery, but he still is an English gentleman in a lot of ways. No. Yeah. No, More I don't think Elton's a gentleman. No, I don't mean, he said, you know, Well, gentleman. just because he's flamboyant doesn't mean he can't. No, but he's outspoken and he's done some shady shit and he's done some, you know. I, I, I It's not that in the music when I hear they're playing, like, it's a whole different world, the whole I guess style. I'm not, I'm not stating it fair enough. I, I prefer uh, both. But I, I've grown to respect Billy Joel a lot more in the recent years, you know. He's a, I feel he's like a better piano player in my, my conclusion is that. Early on, I don't think you felt that way, though, right? I didn't listen you, to enough. But I've listened to enough of both of them where I feel like he's the better piano player in terms of the flashier one, anyway. The more I solo. Like, I like that he's aggressive. He talks about this. He pounds the piano. He yeah, beats the shit out of it. And I, I just like that. Well, that's why I like watching you play, too. You're, you're like that in a lot of ways. Well, that's just... Where Elton hilarious. is more dainty, you know, Mozart. Yeah, I, well, I wanted to be a guitar player, and I think, like, I got a keyboard instead and I, because of my love for Genesis and, and shit like that. But I wanted to be... I'm a loud, outspoken, look-at-me kind of son of a bitch. And I think, like... Sure keyboard didn't feel that way at first but I was going to do it no matter what and it kind of evolved to that yeah and I, I like to play solos I like to be I want to talk and that's how you talk well you also can talk like I like to talk Yeah. but playing you know getting my flavor in there no you definitely like to be front and center I won't argue with that well you do it well you're comfortable in the position well you stayed it's... around for a couple of years so I must have done it somewhat well yeah <clears throat> but yeah, you know, you got to know when not to play, what to fucking play. It takes years to even understand that. Old timers will tell you when you're 18, they're wasting their time then. I think they should be educated. I, you know, I'm not going to go to some 18-year-old, you'll see, son. There's no point because they're going to see. If they continue the game, they continue playing, you know, and evolve and, and seek it out. It's like leveling up in an RPG. Then you learn like, ah, that, that guy was right, you know. Yeah. You don't want to listen to that when you're young, I, I guess. Everyone thinks they have it figured it out when they're young. I think you always think you kind of got it figured out, and then 10 years later, if you keep on your craft, yeah, life, you're like, life if you don't keep on your craft, you'll never think you don't have it figured out. You know, if you stay in the same level, with the same level of people in your field, <laughs> whether it's music or something else, we're talking about music, but if you play with mediocre, and you, you know, you're mediocre, and you never try to evolve, Maybe that doesn't happen. But in 10 years of doing your work and honing your skills, you'll go, shit, I didn't know anything then. You know, if that makes any sense. I'm a rambling idiot. No, I mean, I've always felt like you really have to be trying to not evolve as a musician. If you're playing regularly, like, you got to really be just pointed in the wrong direction. Or just be wasted. Yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, there's that, and then just playing the same things over and over, and maybe, yeah, we're all guilty of playing the same things over and over, but if you're not actually trying to 
take the opportunities in the parts that you can actually change and make your own or improvise in or whatever, and you just play it the same every fucking night. I'm like, guilty. You're, no, 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 you do things different. Plus, you're not different. really, though. It's a fear. That's what it is. It's not fear. Well, yeah, and I, okay, so there it is. There's the answer to why some people, but uh, I don't know. But, you know, re- recently there's been that debate over somebody recently was on the phone with me, aggravated me a bit throughout the whole conversation, but this particular person, this one the, the thing we were talking about out of the many was, uh, you know, people don't rehearse anymore, and all these bands, which, you know, if we're talking local bands or wherever, local, I, I'm guessing, they don't rehearse and this and that, but I, I don't feel like if you got a good group of guys and they do their homework on their own, you should be able to go out in a live setting and get through that. Yeah. We all know that if we rehearse, we'll get better. Yeah. But if you don't have time to rehearse, it's not financially uh, feasible and, and not a time scheduling. Time. It comes yeah. down to time. Yeah. I mean, we're guilty of that. We I can't remember the last time we got together to practice. And we never have. You know what I mean? It's it's hard. Ever. It's hard to get everyone together. Uh, uh, huh? No, right, we, and we didn't even have drums for that, and I don't need drums, but it, it would be nice to have a full practice with the boys. And yeah, but no, you're right. In a lot of ways, if the rest of the <coughs> band can get their the song down for the most part, the drummer doesn't necessarily have to be there. I think the drummer's a hindrance. Anyway, I like if we're all together and the guys are learning a song, I'm sitting there for most of the time while you're they figure out the actual, parts. Like, Hey, we're going to get together and run these songs. Like, Sometimes. But if we're actually hashing yep. parts out, don't have the drummer there. Yeah, because it's you don't need them. Um, a lot of times we spend more time figuring out the friggin' Harmony. vocal parts. The vocal, yeah, the harmonies. Like that. And then you're... You know, Willis is good about picking out parts and choral arranging and shit. So, But that takes a lot of time. And meanwhile, yeah, drumming-wise, don't even need to be there. But, yeah, like you say, if most songs, if everyone does their own homework, you don't have to have a formal rehearsal. There's, no. There's certain pieces notwithstanding. Um, you always be better with practice with the other people you're playing with. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But if you have to play in the fly, uh, you know, do it and make it work and grow from there. But a lot of opinion on this, oh, uh, well, you know, you're just jamming. No, no, we're not fucking jamming. You, we're getting the parts. That We're getting the licks. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and we're growing from that. Some dull-ass solo or, you know, section, if you can make that better and still make the, you know, if you're in a cover band context, yeah. of course, I'm talking. This was my album. I'm not going to be like, you know what, uh, we're going to just kind of, you know, make a boring part or whatnot. You know, we, we, live, as long as you're doing your job, you can do whatever you want to the piece. That's yeah. how I feel. Well, you get the you get the key parts of it, right? The signature licks. The, the chorus, so it's identifiable. But yeah, why not uh, take some, some liberties with it? Jesus, breathe some new life into it. That's It's always bothered me when people get pissy that you don't play it exactly as it's on the record. Like, if you want to hear the record version, stay home and listen to the record. Yeah. I like it, like, even with my favorite bands. I like, most of the time, the live version of the song better than the album version. The album version is good for its engineering quality and everything, but live... That's There's the way music is. There. That's the way music's supposed to be. That's um, the interaction of people. It's communication in real time. You're watching a, a conversation between people. There's using these some, implements. Among us, you know, there are a lot of great studio players. There are a lot of guys that are great at the recording process. And uh, but don't play live a lot. And then there's the other side of that: people that play live all the time and don't record a thing. I was I was thinking about that, like about myself. 
and definitely I don't think I'm a I really don't have a lot of experience so I'm not a strong studio player I can say that because I just don't have the experience um, you know I, I find when I when I mess around and try and play along with something like playing with a click track I don't know it's difficult I would rather be playing live I feel like you're the same way too like, yeah I certainly am when you have to do it it's a feel thing clinical and measured and right down to a, a stiff yeah then there's a pressure beat. you know yeah. but that could be shame on me that you know there could be elements that I need to pick up from there where their weaknesses you know I'm not saying wow you know I should be able to, I should be able to play exactly on that all the time without a flow I don't think anybody's human though or I, 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 my, my Nobody's bad. human. No, they're all aliens. I, I feel like everybody's human, and drummers have. There's a waver. There's a yeah. Displacement. There's a, a breath. You nothing's a hundred percent there. It's a nice little gourd. It's like a. How many gourds do we have? Let's count them. Here, one. Fresh gourds. Two, three. How Look many? Look how long they last, though. So when you come to Jean's Pickens. In what? When are you going to open up this place, Gino? Jeans pickings. I'm doing a pumpkin patch this he year. Is. A large Look how scale. Long they last, though. Bring Wally he down, did. do some rides. Yeah, we're doing it. Look at this. These we're going to take him in the car. They, we, he grew them outside. That one's getting a little soft. Well, yeah, good. It's, it's still nice. Wally's giving people rides on the back of a, what, a manure spreader. Look at <laughs> This one's not soft. Look. He turns on the agitator. Isn't kids that nice? It's good. So, like, how long like do these pumpkins ball. last? It's a quality pumpkin. That's a sign. Ah, uh, that one will last a bit. Gene knows how to grow a quality pumpkin, so. I just think it'd be a good business. Move. It is going to be a good business. Gino's always been a bit of a horticulture uh, enthusiast. Yeah. I remember when you came to the state fair with us. You were all excited about the horticulture building. I'll never forget. It. I'm like horticulture. What the <laughs> hell are we doing? Yeah. I'm here for a Skinnerd concert. <laughs> oh yeah, the Skinnerd concert. <laughs> it's a good concert. <laughs> That girl anyway, at the Skinner concert. <laughs> that's applicable. There, it is going to be a thing in the fall. It's going to be great. With all the pumpkins. Oh, yeah. We have some pumpkins. That'll help you crawl out of the mire. You start the pumpkin patch. Uh, oh, yeah. My self-esteem will boost. <laughs> Gino's pumpkin patch emporium. <laughs> it's a tough skin on a pumpkin. It is. If you crack inside the head with it, I bet you it would uh, slow I down. don't know how to do that. <laughs> Pumpkin Ready? seeds all over them. Yeah, papitas, papitas. Six deaths a year to pumpkins. Really? Yeah, they come right out of the patch after you. <laughs> it's like maximum overdrive for. A, <laughs> yeah. For a gourd. Somebody hits the gas pedal and the pumpkins are on one wheel coming at you out of the field. It's burning rubber on a grass field. <laughs> like the A team. So, what are you listening to these days, Kevin? Um, really, not a lot of new stuff. Um, I've been listening to Wolfpack's. The Madison Square Garden concert. Did you That's get um, really enough good. money to get that cover up? Get that cover up? For that corn tattoo? Oh, yeah. I just had a... I paid Wookie, actually, $25 to just rub a cheese grater on it until <coughs> it was gone. Nice. Just had to get down for the through the first few layers. <laughs> Could you imagine? People have done that, I'm sure. Just use a friggin' cheese grater to... That's why, for what? To shred tattoo a tattoo removal. Off. Tattoo removal. Oh, my God. Yeah, great. The Why tattoo have a corn tattoo? Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, you don't. It's a cob of corn. No, you don't. It's a cob of corn Where? with Alan Hunter standing behind You're it. You're a liar. <laughs> Love Alan 
I just no, cracked Alan. I just, yeah, I don't yeah. Like it, I just cracked myself up. A tattoo. I'm going to get that now. She sold Girl Scout cookies to Alan Hunter until she was 27. 27 years old, bringing him fortune cookies. Well, there I was, remember when you met me, I was doing the, the minutes for the fire department? Yeah. That's how I know Alan. Oh my God. I can't get over that image though. I'm going to, I'm going to commission Tom Contino to paint a nice oil painting of Alan Hunter standing next to a cop of corn. Like the cop of corn is human size. He's a tall man. He is. He's standing next to a six foot tall cop of corn. Nobody fucks he's... with Alan Hunter. No, he's his a tough. Corn is top of the line. It is dude. great sweet corn. Have you ever had Hunter's? No, corn? I've had. I've grabbed it his pumpkins a few times. You no, know. but his corn is. Like yeah, they're renowned for the corn. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Agway in Lafargeville. Agway yes. in Lafargeville. I love going to Agway. We do too. Timberman's good people. Great Always people. have been solid people. Places like that, sadly, are few and far between these days. No, I Just know. Just small town, like everyone That's knows why your when name. Gene gets his pumpkin emporium going. We gotta. Oh, I think emporium's a real strong word for Come a man on. like me. <laughs> Gino's pumpkin emporium. <laughs> Not aporium, emporium. Emporium. What I say? I, maybe yeah, aporium. I, no, I just stuttered. I there's an em. <laughs> um, a little slant rhyme. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it'll be a field. It'll be Gino's field. I don't want to call it Gino's anything. All right. We're not gonna do that. Yeah, I guess you don't. Really? Come on, my G- name on it. Nobody will show up. Gino isn't a name you'd associate with a pumpkin. No, pie. they think they're gonna get a stick of pepperoni Jean's and they're gonna. Jean's is fish, but Jean's Pepita. Is... Different Jean. That's with a J. My name's with. You know how to spell my name? I do. Okay. After all these years. J E A N. Yeah, it's just like Jean's beans. It's like. Uh... Well, you were talking to sound. <laughs> well, that's true. The J and the G do sound the same. Gah. Geens beans. <laughs> Come down the Geens. Ed Geens mom's head. Ed Geens. Oh god. Here's the chakra, bitch. Um Gene, what's you know a, what's what a chakra a... is? Yeah, come here, I'll touch it. Yeah, I have a bunch of chakras. Yeah, I know one of them. Okay. Yeah, I do. Okay. Mammoth's tooth. Come here, I'll show you the mammoth's tooth. Come here. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have a nice little pumpkin patch here coming in the coming in the fall season here, 2020. We're gonna be growing all kinds of pumpkins, wild varieties, and spicy pumpkins, gourds, gourds, and more gourds, 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 and more, more gourds, more gourds than you've ever seen. More. Did you ever want more? Ew, it's like that movie, uh, Howard Stern movie, where he's like, sit on the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> Small pumpkins, big pumpkins in between. We have all kinds of choices and more. <laughs> That's right. Gene's Pumpkin Playland. Located on Route 26 in Theresa, New York. This fall, the finest in pumpkins, summer squash, zucchini, gourds and more. Traditional gourds and cornucopias. In your opias. And more. <laughs> and more. So come on down. Ask for Gene. Tell him Jake the Snake sent you. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do us as well. I don't know what the hell we accomplished tonight. Um, I'll puff and bingo What did you talk dabbers. about in a, in a little recap? 
Tonight, we touched upon um, how we feel about a lot of shit no one cares about, and then we went into social media and how you think that you need to tell people on a business page, uh, you know. That I farted. That you farted and it hurt your eye. Yep. It's all uh, about being real. What's real, what's not, what the perception is. Well, you know. But that's a discussion for another day, folks. No, I think we should just keep going. I I changed my mood. My mood's changed. (laughs) I think it's time to just... Eat a burger. Eat a burger. This creamy cauliflower. Nothing softly. like eating a burger with Mark Gettman, folks. That's right. You'll know. I taught you everything there is to know about eating burgers. Yeah, I can eat it from the side too, buddy. Sometimes I'm upside down and they can feed it to me and I can take it back out. Don't just stare at it. Eat it. It's been C&G Chat with folks, Gino Capacetti and Mark Gettman. On location at the Crescent Yacht Club, folks. LTD Real Estate RSV217. We'll see you there. See you next time, folks.